to episode two of Grace Avenue Podcast. We are so excited that you're joining us today, that you came back for more. Mm -hmm. That is big. So thank you for listening. Thank you for sitting down with your cup of coffee or cleaning or going on your walk or your drive. However you're listening to this, we're so glad you're here. I'm Emily Lindsay with... And then my... <laughs> I don't know my own name. Donovan Coffee. Donovan Coffee. Sorry. Mm. I'm so sorry. Hardest part of the podcast. <laughs> you didn't even have to write that in the notes. Just say your Should name. Should have written it down. Um, so we are back. And today we are kind of leaping off of last week's episode talking about people needing people. Right. Like we were, we were, so we talked a lot about um, loving the people around you, even the difficult people and, and, and walking through like how hard that is, what that looks like. Um, but we also made this like statement that we kind of glazed over, which is that it's important to have that inner circle, um, right? Like that's where we depend on people to be safe for us and to support us. And, and we don't expect that from everyone. But it just got me thinking, Em, like inner circle's we don't always feel like we have one mm-hmm. or maybe it's in flux. Maybe we've moved and we need to create a new one. And so I just started to think about like, maybe it's really hard to, to be out there and, and be your best for other people when you don't feel like you have. Yeah. And what's it look like to go and find them? Right. Can you go, can you go find them? You know, and I think a lot of people, have been in transition since COVID in some way or another. I think COVID brought a lot of people into a very sacred, still place. A lot of people were in situations they didn't want to be in, um, in so many ways, whether with their career, with their families at home. Um, And I think in that stillness and solitude, it brought a lot of reflection. And from that brought transition hey, do I really like what I'm doing? Um, Donovan, you moved. You could tell us some about that. You moved states away due to COVID, the repercussions from the pandemic. Um, So I think transition automatically brings changes to your inner circle. You also had a baby in the middle of said pandemic. Yes. I went into labor the day everything, quote unquote, non-essential shut down. You are, you're lying. I'm not kidding. Oh, yes. So that is that could be a whole episode on that situation. I'm here for it. I will just interview. (laughs) I I can't wait. Oh, um, yeah. So I think a lot of people now we're two years through. A lot of people are looking for their inner circle. And maybe it didn't even have anything to do with the pandemic. Right. Maybe you just change life seasons. Life seasons. Yes. Need different people. Maybe you want to just grow your group i don't if you're feeling alone right we want to add people that that feels like our solution right is right is to add um quality people um we were laughing about this as we were getting started but i also think that one of the th- echoes um in our culture of the fact that we so want to be connected is sitcoms right we love to watch friends or um what's another how i met your mother new girl like People even love the Golden Girls still. The Golden Girls, <laughs> because we love that there's this pod of unrelated people right. that support each other no matter what. And they're like their whole selves. They're their worst selves. Yeah. And and they're still like together. They're still living day in and day out together. And that seems like ideal to us. Mm-hmm. But I think there's a version of that that we like kind of can't create. Right. Right. And people are looking for that 
in real life, but also on social media. People feel connected on there and they feel like they have some really uh, good friends from interactions on there. And I'm not saying that's false, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, but we were created to do life with people and um, isolation isn't healthy. Okay, this is so bold of me to say, and I'm usually not very bold with what I say in my opinions, but I genuinely think it does not matter your personality type. I don't care what you score on the Enneagram, Myers-Briggs, whatever tests you took, you need people. And you may be an introvert and you need your solitude. For sure. That is real thing. But you need people no matter what. Because God created us to be in relationship with him and other people. Um, And at the end of the day, you are not going to feel satisfied without first God and second, some people in your circle. Absolutely. And I will figure out who to attribute this quote to after all this. But I have heard it said, um, you cannot live out the gospel in isolation. Like, I'm, I'm so in for you doing all those private practices, but you cannot live out the tenets of what Jesus called us to do by your, it's just not possible. Right. Amen. Yeah. So that's for sure. So we thought about like what it looks like for us to have community. And cause I think we've both been praying over a changing community, mm-hmm. right? Like I, um, at the beginning of this year, um, well I moved like M said. And so I had all these great people, but I was no longer in proximity to them. And so like I'm keeping up with them on social media and via Zoom, but I really needed faces um, to, to put in my life and, and people physically around me. Um, and so I started praying over that, praying about what the Lord would bring. And he has brought some folks, including Emily. Um, but we started to break down like what does it look like to go and pursue and find those those people? So... Um, the first thing we kind of wanted to talk about was like, who, like, who, who are these people? Like, no matter like what you want to, what change you want to see in your friend group, your inner circle, I guess, who, where you're trying to build your community. I feel like the first question is like, is, is who, is, who can that be? Because sometimes we're surrounded by people, but we don't really know who, who wants to actually be our community or who should we like open up to, mm-hmm. um, and so, Em, you had a great first step whenever, like, starting to look for people or thinking about this. Yeah. So I said the first thing I would do is pray. Mm-hmm. And I'm not trying to over-spiritualize it, but I can tell you multiple times in my life where I felt like I needed some community. I felt like I needed some people around me. My mom died eight years ago. I felt like there was a large void of needing a mom at 21 years old, like needing someone to help me figure out like, what am I looking for in a guy for in a spouse? Um, what do I do about this? What do I do about that? Like I needed a mom figure and I prayed about it. And literally one day I looked up and I could count on my hand four women who had just came alongside of me. And I could tell you specifically the ways they mothered me. I'm serious. Like I looked up and it was like an aha moment. Like, Lord, oh my goodness, you answered that prayer. And here I am looking at it. This woman prays for me. Like I know she carries me in prayer. This woman gives me wisdom and counsel. 
Like she comes alongside of me and when I need to talk about something and figure something out, she's there. This woman gives me gifts. I know that's hilarious, but that's a way that my mom loved me. Like Christmas, birthdays, whatever. She's shown up with flowers, presents, celebrating. Mm -hmm. She's giving gifts through celebration. Um, It was just crazy. And then just the other lady just um, encouraged me and loved on me like a mom would. Just amazing. So that was just a way God answered that in my life. He put people around me. So if you're looking for that, the best way to start is to pray because the God of the universe cares about who is in your life. It says uh, the steps of a righteous man are ordered of the Lord. Like he cares about where you're going, what you're doing, who you're with. And so he can place people in your life that you need that's going to be best for you he does it well better than we could if you just go out there and start searching for people um so that's what i would say for the first step what do you say about praying for your friends donovan well everything we're about to say is completely inspired by what you just said but i'm thinking people can seem kind of ordinary right because you probably see them every day you are one But like, if we think about God, like they are his favorite part of creation Mm -hmm. and he's in relationship with himself and designed you in his image. Therefore, he's made you to be in relationship. And so to look at community as anything other than a gift from God, like it's not something we can go make. It's something he gives. Mm -hmm. It's something of him, designed by him. And so if you're like me, you like to do the most, but the most you can do is to start with prayer because he's got the person, the people. Um, and not that you can't make lots of great friends, but those folks that populate that inner circle, you're right. They're from him. And, and if we go to him first, like he knows our heart and our need. So I love that. Also, I have chills about all your all your mother figures. So after, after you've prayed, like there's just some practicality, I think, to starting to looking for the who, the people. Yeah. Um, and one of the things that has been – so true, I think, in my experience, if you look at scripture, um, is to choose, like, really consider proximity um, over, you know, sometimes we want to choose friends that are really compatible with us or have the job that we have or the life stage that we have, or maybe we want to be like them. You know, maybe they're really cool. Maybe that's how you're choosing your friends because they're, like, really cool people. Um, And I, I feel like I have friends in all of those phases. But the number one place that I see God infiltrating my inner circle and making changes and and placing people that are going to affect my life is through proximity. Mm. And so when you look up and you're like scanning the room for like who who could be my community, who could start to fill this gap, who is God deciding? It's really the people that you're running into that you're seeing regularly mm-hmm. or maybe you've seen maybe you've seen them four times in one week and you're like what is going on? I never see her. Um but I think paying attention to who's near because God has a has desi- has designed this time and place, right? right. And so the people include. Yes, God places us places and with people on purpose. Um, so I just don't believe anything is just by accident or happenstance. Like when we, um, when we are walking with the Lord and following Him and prayerful, things start happening. That's just He He is. Um, he wants to be the Lord of our life. So he um, can orcans, orc, orcan, orcans, orchestrate. Oh my goodness. 
it's the season of orchids. Maybe we should talk about that. Um, orchestrate some beautiful relationships in our life. So I love what you said, Donovan, about proximity, the people close to us. We were talking right before we started this episode, and I was talking about um, right after I had Hudson, my son, um, it was kind of a little bit of a lonely season for me because I had worked all my life before that, um, my adult life, and I love being busy. I thrive on busy. I'm a yes person. Yeah. If you ask me to be somewhere or do something, I'm probably going to show up. It's about 98% chance <laughs> I'm going to be like, yes, yeah, sign me up. Um, I always say I'm like the little mermaid. I want to be where the people are. <laughs> and so going from that life to not only the start of the pandemic where we're all in isolation, but now I have a newborn and I'm a stay-at-home mom. So my life became very quiet and very still, which was good. God used that, but it was very uncomfortable for me. And um, I looked out the window one day. I was praying about just wishing I had some more people and just missing people. And I looked out my window and saw my neighbor's house. And the Lord just prompted me to be friends with her because she's sitting over there by herself too. Mm. And so um, it's just cool. There's a lot of opportunity for relationships if we will just look at what's in front of us, which is exactly what you're saying, Donovan. Look around. Who who are you already running into? Like you said, Donovan, who are you already around? Who um, Who's your neighbors? And I mean like actual your neighbors. neighbors. <laughs> like if, you've, yes. if you've ever stopped and thought about it, what if it's not an accident that you built your house where you built it? What if it's not an accident that you live where you live right now. Exactly. Like God doesn't need you to go recreate, like create a whole new life for yourself. Um, he loves you in a sovereign and he loves where you're at. He loves that for you. That's his goodness. Yeah. He's going to sprinkle people in that. And one other thing I'm thinking about as you say that is sometimes this is like a trial and error bit. Like this is not like you pick the magical perfect one. And one of the things that um, I- I've learned just like, creating community I've moved a lot in the last like you know college and beyond I guess like five five or six times now and so that's super fun for me but every time it's like creating that new little pod and one of the things that I've learned is the best person um, for community is someone who's also looking for community mm-hmm. everyone's in different seasons um, and so sometimes you really like someone they're really cool. You have a lot in common. But if they're busy, if they can't connect, if if you're having to restructure your whole week and it's really hard to get together, I'm not saying eliminate that friendship, but maybe that's not the person. Look for the person, even if they're unlikely. I feel like sometimes my friend, I'm, I'm like, I wouldn't have thought that we would be friends, but they need a community mm-hmm. and I need a community. And those are the people, right, that you just like you can start doing life with and you, you can start supporting each other and, and everyone's driven to kind of commit to this new relationship. And, and so that's not to write anyone off, but to, to be open to, to the people that are open to what you are looking for as well. Exactly. And I think even our relationship, Donovan happened like that because yes. you were praying for God to put the right people in your life. I was praying that too, mm-hmm. because I'm still in the season of a lot of my close friends are working moms out in the workplace, whereas you work from home. So you have a little bit more of a flexible schedule. Mm -hmm. I am home a lot. So I'm looking to, you know, have something to, um, have something to grab a hold of, like a friend that can just meet 
uh, on a Tuesday at noon. Exactly. Like that's us. Like yeah. that's a good thing. And so anyways, I think it's just cool that we met. It wasn't by accident, but we were both praying. I don't even think we said this in the intro. This is so good that this is happening because I lost sleep over the fact that no one knows that we didn't meet at a Super Bowl party. Um, that's the first time like we talked about being friends. We met because Emily has this cool thrift business and she had a giveaway and I submitted my name. I've never won anything in my life. And I won this coffee giveaway. I forgot about I know. That. I lost sleep that the people didn't know. And so, like, it, it was so fun. And, like, you know, I love that we were both just, like, living our lives because um, I love coffee. And um, But the cool thing about it is, is, like, within a week's time, Emily's gone from, like, a, an acquaintance that I'm fond of to someone I've seen, f- like, four times in a week. Um, and And we were like, okay, God. Like, we'll keep hanging out. Like, that's cool. Um, but yeah, being prayerful and then just having your eyes open for when God answers those prayers. Right. Amen. And when you're in prayer for looking for your inner circle, and listen, if you're listening to this and you've already got your sturdy inner circle and you're like, I'm Get good, it. that is awesome. Like, we are cheering you on. Amen. But if this is not you in some way, or if you feel your inner circle needing to change or it is changing, like your life seasons are changing. Um, then something I would say too, when you're praying for who the who of your inner circle core values are really good. Mm. Like when you have people that they're, the, your personalities may be night and day. Mm-hmm. Your personalities can be totally different. Most of my closest friends are introverts. I'm an extrovert. I'm not a big, strong personality. Like I'm not a take over the room kind of girl, but I like to be with people. Right. Even if I, yeah, even if I'm kind of quiet sometimes or um, just sitting off to the side talking to someone at a big get together, I'm an extrovert, but most of my close friends are introverts and our personalities are so different in a lot of ways. And so you don't have to be the same, but core values, like those are the things that you get married over. You know, Mm -hmm. like when you're marrying someone, you want your core values to line up because you're going to make life decisions based on that. So when you're picking your inner circle, the people you're doing life with, you want, I would say, Donovan, correct me if you've got something different. I would say you want your core values to be lined up um, because you're speaking life into those areas. You're influencing each other in those areas. Um, You want your core values to be lined up for the most part. A hundred percent. If I could like just reiterate that to like one group of people, it is all of my fellow single people because these are the people you make decisions with. These are the dis- people you go right. to when you talk about like how to spend your money and, and, and how to do different things. And so that's that's critical for everyone. Um, they're speaking into your life. But if you are single, you know, you're not meant to live in isolation either or make decisions alone. So when you're choosing friends, choose them like you would choose a decision making partner sometimes. I mean, no one has to, you know, complete you or anything. But um, but having that diversity in different kinds of people like you were talking about, like making sure that there's different perspectives yeah. um, because that way th- these are people that are going to fight for you differently. We both listened to that podcast recently. Um, Beth Redman. Beth Redman. Yes. On the Annie F. Downs, That Sounds Fun Yes. And she said that I need others to pray for my besetting sin 
because they don't struggle with it like I do. Like I need diversity in my friendship, people who don't struggle with what I struggle with or who are different than me so that they can pray for my besetting sin or encourage me toward the thing that I need to do because they're different than me. And I was so encouraged by that. Um, Oh, that's so good. Yeah, they are. You're right. The inner circle, they are the people giving you counsel. Like mm -hmm. they're the people when you're driving home from a situation or um, you are trying to figure something out, you give them a call and talk it over. Um, so you want people that are got the same, that have the same values. Um, and then another thing I was going to say, Donovan, is you also want to have some people in your inner circle that are, they are where you're going or you want to be. Like, that's really important. People that inspire you, Mm -hmm. like, um, because the people that we're close to influence us. And if you've got some people in your inner circle that are already where you are headed, that's going to help you a lot. Like, you know, um, the disciples following Jesus, they were trying to become more like him. So they spent their time with him. They did. You know, so um, you want to, you want to be like the people that are in your inner circle. And that's the difference in this episode and the last one. We were, that's why we distinguished the difference in your inner circle and the, the everyone's that the outer exactly circle yes. of your life because the inner circle is there the intimacy the influence the close relationship those um aspects of the inner circle will change the direction of your life absolutely they're going to shape you and that's with or without you intentionally allowing it right mm-hmm. exactly like i can tell you there there were people who got placed in my life leaders, church leaders, that I would not be who I am today or where I am today if God had not placed them in my life. And so, I mean, I give all credit to him. I was not out beating on doors saying, hey, will you Mm -hmm. be a mentor? Will you lead me? Um, You seem pretty cool. That was not the case. Like I prayed and God led me those people to me and me to them Mm -hmm. and um i'm sorry donovan i'm talking so much (laughs) keep going i mean we're all yes we're all amening yes Um, so it's it's just really important that you are surrounded by people not only their values line up with you but they also inspire you absolutely absolutely so you're praying for that you have a pretty practical idea of what you're looking for right like this is mostly about core values um, and this is about like proximity and people who are also looking for a community. It's pretty practical, not super romantic. <laughs> <laughs> but then like this. Oh, so that's great. Okay. You've got like 12 lists. Like I would have 12 lists of all the people would. I would. I'd be like, and they're color coded. It's so fun. But now we have to do something about it. Right. We have to do something. What will we do, Emily? This one is not easy for some personality right. types. Um, if you have ever moved to a new city or a new place, you know what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. Like you're walking around saying who could be my friend, but you don't know how to get started because, okay, let's take a, take a moment, Donovan, and Mm -hmm. let's talk about, um, dating or looking for somebody to start a relationship with or looking for the person who God has for you. That feels totally different than looking for a friend. Like people, everyone is aware that you have to figure that out. But right. we expect friendships to just be a lot more organic. Like, ser- like serendipitous, yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, oh, friendships just happen, you know. 
But we're here today to tell you that sometimes you actually have to initiate a friendship. Yes. And people are awkward about that. It's the same like first date vulnerable text thing with friends. You you have to there is a moment where somebody initiates and does something that's completely out of the norm and that very clearly communicates to someone that's an acquaintance stranger like would you want to get coffee because I'd like to get to know you better. Right. And that's that's how most of my close friendships have have happened. Like if you have serendipitous inner circles, I love that for you. I did, that's not how mine happened. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and people are I think people are scared of rejection. Mm. I think that's a reason why people don't want to initiate. I people are that. shy. Yeah. People are introverts where they're like this is this part of me longing to have more friends or close friends but there's also this part of me that wants to just go home and yes. lay in bed and watch tv so i um i think if you can get it in your mind everyone listening our friends listening if you can get it in your mind it's not bad to initiate a friendship no uh, because listen if someone texts you and said hey i enjoyed talking to you the other day when i met you at such and such place I would love to get to know you better. I would love to be your friend. Do you want to go out for coffee? You would be honored, right, Donovan? Exactly. Like, you would be excited. Thrilled. Someone wants to be your friend. So why would we be scared to do that with other people? It, that's so true. And and one of our good friends always says to me, like, when I'm nervous, she says to me, Donovan, remember yourself the way Jesus sees you. He loves it when you walk in a room. Okay, well, if I look at myself like that. Okay, that's so good. I'm just going to take a moment. No, like, tattoo, tattoo it on my arm like somebody. Um, but she says that, okay, well, if that's true, if if Jesus loves it when I walk in a room, then like then I can view myself differently and what it means to get a text from me like that or what it means for me to initiate. If Jesus loves that, then then a lot of his followers are going to love that too. Yeah. And, and flip side, like just so you don't think that we're living in like, you know, through, seeing through rose Rose-colored glass, is that is that the saying? Yes, glasses. Glasses, okay. Just so you don't think that. One of my best friends in the in the whole world, like, till I die, she's great. She kind of rejected me over and over again at the beginning. She just kind of, like, would brush me off. But I was probably filled with the Holy Spirit, let's be honest. <laughs> Jesus kind of took care of my, like, fear of rejection because it's not like me. I am afraid of rejection. But, um... I saw that she was in the same season as me, that she had the same needs for community as me. Um, I, I thought she was great. We had lots of proximity. I'm talking cubicle neighbors. Um, and so all of that and the fact that I had been praying for a friend for a long time when she shows up, I just kept going. I just kept saying, hey, I'm going here. Hey, I'm going. She was also new to town, so that helped, right? Mm-hmm. I just kept saying, I'm going here if you want to go. And and she would like repeatedly sometimes say yes, but then she would also kind of say no. And that would really hurt my feelings. Now, in, now if she were here to speak for herself, she would say like she felt insecure. She was she just felt insecure and didn't didn't really didn't really know how, how to accept well or to reciprocate. Right. Um, so give people room to be people. But now she is the like in the inner inner parts of my circle and so also you know don't give up or don't be don't expect it to be perfect right out out the gate oh that's good that is so good that's a good example yeah 
Um, yeah, so don't be scared to just reach out to somebody and try to start friendships, especially, um, so it's not, I'm going to change a thought. I have lived in this town my yes. entire life. Mm-hmm. So Donovan and I have different experiences because she's moved, she's relocated, she's lived in different places. Um, I have lived here and there is a part of that I live in small town USA. Everybody knows everybody. So there's a part of me that gets really excited to make new friends. Yes. Because um, I feel like I already know a lot of people. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, oh, new people. I get so excited. But everyone doesn't feel that way. And especially when you're on the opposite side of where I am, like I'm here with a group of a lot of people I know. So it's, it is, um, how do I say it? It is um, hard to break in. Yeah, if you're in a new place, like I'm not outnumbered by new people here. Right. That's what I'm trying to say. Yes. I'm not outnumbered. Mm -hmm. Like I know a lot of people and we all know a lot of people, honestly. Yes. And so when there's new people, it's not intimidating. But if you move to a new place and you know no one. Right. You feel outnumbered or even at work. Let's say you go to a new job. You're like an outsider. You're an outsider. That's just it. And when you feel like you're on the outside, it is hard to get the confidence to try to get on the inside. That's true. It's scary. Mm-hmm. Um, because even though I've lived here forever, I've been in situations where I was the new person. Mm-hmm. Um, or like when I went to college, I, you know, I didn't know anyone. And some people had groups already that existed, you know, the people that had been there for two or three years. Um, and I was on the outside trying to make friends and get to know people. So there is a confidence that you need to just wash over you when you it's are true. on the outside. It's true. But still, but still, as someone who was with you, I'm, I am with you. I am with you in tears if you are crying <laughs> over being on the outside. I, you may call or text me and we can cry together. Um, there is, there is that if, if you're looking for friends with core values, if you're looking for people of faith, you will find an Emily if your if your prayers are, if you're, if you're, if you're praying about it and your eyes are open, because honestly, not everyone's hospitable. If you have a solid group, remember to be hospitable to the new folks, but you will find someone who is, who loves to meet new people. And who is grounded and has community around them, just be just have your eyes open, mm-hmm. right? Like they may not come like every day, um, but you'll be able to find those people who are open to meeting a new person or right. excited to find you. Um, you might have to walk up to them, right? Like you might have right. to walk up to them, but but they're there. Oh, so good, Donovan. Yes, exactly. So if we could recap, mm-hmm. is now a good time to do that? I love that, yes. You're first going to want to pray, seek the Lord, ask, seek, knock. He will hear you. He loves a surrendered heart, a heart looking for guidance, looking to hear his voice, looking to see him move. And one who believes his goodness for them. Yes. Believe his goodness for you guys. He does not, this, he does not intend for you to be alone. Yeah. Don't go pray and ask the Lord to send you people and then walk away from your prayer closet (laughs) thinking, I don't know if I'll ever find anyone. No, pray with faith. Yes. You just ask God to help you and he will. He's good. He cares for you. Um, Second, look around. Look around you. 
Like Donovan said, the proximity, that word is sticking with me. Look around and see who you're already in proximity with that you haven't built a relationship with. Maybe God wants to do something there. Right. We're not running from differences. We're not we're not running from diversity, but we are looking for people who we could trust to speak into our life. Right. In some way. Right. And lastly, initiate. So set aside fear, set aside the fear of rejection, set aside your introvertedness for a moment. Yes. And don't be afraid to say, hey, I'm so-and-so. I hope I'm looking for some friends. I'm looking for a new friend. Do you want to get coffee? Yes. Also, don't feel like you need to be cool about it. Like you're not trying to hide that you need friends. I love that you were just so open. I think sometimes we're trying to be like chill about it. Yeah. Just just say you need friends and you like them and, and you want to go get coffee. I admit, there's an attractiveness in that in, mm-hmm. in transparency and just being honest. I'm looking for some friends. Honestly, if someone came to me and said they were looking for some friends, I'm going to scoop them up like a puppy and say, come with me. I have this whole group of people yes. that I love that I want you to meet. We were joking around earlier. Donovan and I were talking with my husband before we started <laughs> recording. And I said, you know, Donovan, I think I figured it out. I think I'm a matchmaker of friends. Like I want. It's so true. I want the people I love. And there's other people listening. I know you're like this too. I want the people I love to meet the other people I love so they can all love each other. That is so exciting to me. Same. It's it's almost like a little heaven. Yes. Like if you like your groups to stay separate, that's okay. But I like mine all need to come together. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's exactly. um, I scheduled. one of my friends sells Armand. This is a total side note. <laughs> None of you probably care. Um, but she contacted me about hosting a party. And I got so pumped when I was making my invite list of who I'm going to ask to come. Because it's all these different circles of people from my life. But I'm hoping they're, all their worlds are going to collide on this night over smoothies and skincare. This is like speed dating for friends. And I'm, yes. I'm in. Yes. If you want to have friends, please contact me after this. Because <laughs> I would be so excited to match make you. Oh, this is one. This is the alternative step. Just go through Emily. <laughs> Pray, then call me. <laughs> yes. I love it. Oh, the last thing that we wanted to say, because we challenge you right now, today, to text someone and ask them to coffee. Someone you've been thinking about, someone you think is cool, um, is just to consider your expectations. Consider your expectations because friends and relationships, it's always going to be more serving than it is satisfying. We're not looking for new friends to satisfy us, right? We're looking for people to serve and serve with. And they're certainly going to love you because you are very incredible. 